Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Listen closely to the words of my brother, the 14th century Dominican preacher and mystic Meister Eckhart. If I spent enough time with the tiniest creature, even a caterpillar, I would never have to prepare a sermon. So full of God is every creature. So full of God is every creature. In Psalm 121, starting in verse 1 and continuing, expands the possibilities. The heavens are telling the glory of God. And the firmament proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours forth speech. And night to night declares knowledge. There is no speech. Nor are there words. Their voice is not heard. Yet their voice goes out through all the earth. And their words to the ends of the world. Eugene Peterson's well-worth-reading translation of the Bible renders these verses this way. God's glory is on tour in the skies. Godcraft on exhibit on the horizon. Madam Day holds classes every morning. Professor Knight lectures every evening. Their words aren't heard. Their voices aren't recorded. But their silence fills the earth. Unspoken truth is spoken everywhere. The microscope, the telescope, the geologist studying the earth, the biologist identifying species of trees, The child staring in wonder at the soaring eagle. The couple holding hands by the blissful lulling of oceanside waves. These are all witnesses to the unspoken truth spoken everywhere. These are the words of nature. These are the words of creation. And scientists study these unspoken truths and are able to speak about them. To spell out in human words the mystery of many things, but let's say photosynthesis, for example. Words that capture careful observation and help us to better understand, in the case of photosynthesis, what we already behold with our senses. The mystery of all things that grow and are green. The pursuit of science, then, is a sacred task for those willing to accept it. Science reveals truths that are embedded in our creation and the created world, as our faith tells us, by our creator. The Christian understanding of God and creation is not mechanical. It is organic. The biosphere of this planet is a study writ large to the reality 
that all life is dependent upon other life. The business of being alive, as our faith tells us, is the business of community, the body of Christ, the butterfly effect. The Beatitudes from today's lesson from St. Luke. Isaac Newton put it this way. For every reaction, there is an equal and opposite reaction. But the state of interconnectedness is sometimes so microscopic. Without careful study of the sciences, or careful attention to prayer, or without giving birth to a baby we might easily succumb to the popular illusion that we are all islands of individualism. (sighs) But this is a tired, old illusion. Despite how much we delight in persisting in it. Too much have, have shed gallons of metaphorical, and in some cases literal, Blood, sweat, and tears in order to persist in this illusion, to cling to it. And one reason for our Lord's bloody, sweaty, and tearful death was to free us from this illusion, from this lie. A basic lesson of the spiritual life is learning to see through the illusion of excessive individualism. To come to terms with our need for others, our dependence on others, and our dependence on natural as well as divine processes that are often out of our view, hidden from our view. Ironically, amusingly even, learning this lesson makes us more independent, not less. And if we can learn that lesson through a carefully crafted set of scientific data, so be it. But long before there were quantitative and qualitative studies, there were other means of speaking these unspoken truths. The poet and Anglican priest John Zahn put it this way. No man is an island entirely of itself. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. If a cloud be washed away by the sea, Europe is the less. As well if a promontory were, as well as any manner of thy friends or of thy own were, any man's death diminishes me because I am involved in mankind. And therefore never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Every day thousands of people, sort of ironically, often in church basements, speak about this unspoken truth with such brutal honesty it makes most of us afraid. We admitted we were powerless. Jesus tells us in today's gospel from Luke, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Now what does all this have to do with your life? What exactly does all this have to do with faith and science? 
the special topic for this Sunday. Every scientist conducting research must review the data for themselves and come to their own conclusions. Yes, scientists, like theologians, rely upon the established body of knowledge in their fields of study, whether that's astrophysics or patristics. And yes, scientists and theologians are formed, trained, and educated to pay attention to the things that the rest of us are only barely aware of, if at all. But the researcher must still come to their own conclusions. And the same is true of this sermon. You are the researcher here, one of many. What are your conclusions? What unspoken truths do you see? What unspoken truths will you dare to speak? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.